guys. Good morning and welcome to Wake Up Call at WHIP Radio. I'm your host, Rachel Abelard, and I am here with Corey Parker and Jay Matthews II. There we go. There we go. Guys, it's Wednesday. And as Corey likes to say, okay, okay. That means we're in the middle of the week, guys. We're hustling. We're bustling. The week is almost over. Just keep pushing through. Keep doing what you have to do and do it well. Doing it, doing it, and doing it well. Okay, okay. So, guys, it's Valentine's Day. How are we feeling? How we is the, do you feel the love in the air? No. Do you see the hearts flying above people's heads? Do you do you the do you feel your heart swelling up? How do you guys feel this morning? Well, for those that hear me Tuesday and Thursday, um how's Valentine's Day today? Listen, I'm loving myself as always, being myself as always. I'm looking in the mirror as always, and I'm saying you are a good, successful, loving black man as always. Okay. So, therefore, hey, it's Valentine's Day. All the couples out there, happy Valentine's Day. And then shout out to all the beautiful ladies at TU, man. Okay, okay. Shout out to all the beautiful ladies, guys. Corey, how are you feeling this morning? <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm in pain. <laughs> but I'm feeling good. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, shout out to the beautiful woman, like you said, and then the hot man out there as well. Um, you, it's y'all's day. It's y'all's day. Celebrate. And even if you aren't in a relationship, you don't have a partner, a lover, whatever it may be, it's still your day. Celebrate with the girls. Celebrate with the guys. It's Valentine's Day and Pals Day. So celebrate it. Celebrate it. No, actually, Valentine's was yesterday. So Are you being serious? Yeah, Galentine's officially gets um, celebrated on the tw- on the thirteenth, and then Valentine's is on the fourteenth. What's Galentine? You celebrated Galentine's like your with your gals, yeah. Palentine with your pals. So that's like Valentine's Eve. But I thought it was on the same day. Like my girls and I were celebrating Galentine's today because we're all single. None of us have uh, someone to actually celebrate Valentine's Day with. So we're celebrating Galentine. Do it. Galentine. Do it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it today. Have you done anything with your with your friends, Jay? Nah, nah, nah. Listen, I always do stuff, you know, for the ladies. I always do chocolates and teddy bears and flowers. All that good stuff that you get at CVS. And then, boom, I just give it to them. That's what I do. And I can do a nice little creative poem, you know, rhyme with some words and whatnot. Give us your best one. My best one? Um, ooh, this was seventh grade. This was seventh grade. I had a crush on this girl for like a break, but it was like, it was all some goofy stuff. But I think I said something to like, I don't want to say her name or nothing like that. I think it was like me and you, I see our future together, something like that. Some, okay. Something like that, together some cor- forever. <laughs> something cheesy, right? Right, like something okay. corny. Like, right, right, yeah. right. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. So are you going to do any this year? <laughs> <laughs> right, who's the special girl? I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll okay, have to see. we're going to see. We're going to see. All right, guys, so we're going to get into the weather. We're going to touch on some temple happenings, and then we're going to get into our next segment about, you know, just the real world news and all that good stuff, okay? So, guys, today, it's a little chilly outside, yo. Like, uh, by a little chilly, I, I mean brick. It's brick outside, okay? So today we're going to have a high of 37 and a low of 28. The sun is out, but it's really not putting in the work that I needed to put in because on my way to the studio this morning, I was trembling in my boots. I don't know about you guys, but wear your hoodies, wear your sweaters, wear your jackets. It's not just sweater weather today. It is jacket weather, okay? It is. Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling this at all. Um 
And yeah, how did that snowstorm treat you guys yesterday? I know we were canceled yesterday. Listen, <sighs> the snow, I actually, as grateful as I am that classes were canceled because of the snow, there was no snow. Like, it didn't stick. It was coming down hard, too. I was like, oh my gosh, there's going to be so much snow. There wasn't. Yeah. I was not mad at it because I hate the snow. So I just was shocked. I'm like, why did classes get canceled? Literally no snow was on the ground. No one can slip. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <sighs> but like I said, I'm once again, I'm still grateful that classes got canceled. But there was no snow. Yeah, at all. It, it melted real quick. That's what it was. Because some areas of Philly got real bad snow. My area and this area, it was light work. Um, so, yeah, here we are today, guys. No snow day. All right. So for temple events and whatnot, the National Society of Black Engineers, today they're going to have their Valentine's fundraiser from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. in the Student Center and the Bell Tower, okay? They're selling roses and bears and all that good stuff. So if you guys are behind on your Valentine's Day givings and your gifts and whatnot, stop by there and support an organization while you're at it, okay? Um, for second news, Keep Us Safe, TU is looking for a student journalist and a social media operator, any major. So if you guys want to really work on your craft, hone in on those little things like that, uh, reach out to them. Their email is keepussafetu at gmail.com, or you can check them out on Instagram at keep underscore us underscore safe underscore t u okay i mean guys it's it's about keeping temple safe so if you if that's right up your alley and it will help you advance your career reach out to them it's something to do right um for our last piece of news we've got the valentine's day celebration the international business society and the temple fashion uh business club they're going to be doing mood boards card making cookie decorating all that good stuff from 4 to 5 p.m. today in room 1810 in the Accelerator. Guys, where's the Accelerator? I don't know. What is, the, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I thought you guys would know. You live on campus. Okay. Jay's been here the longest, so right, Jay, you Jay, should know. Yeah, step listen, up, bro. listen. <laughs> I be around, but I mean, I don't know where accelerator at. I don't know where that. I don't know where that. All right, guys. So that's a Google search, okay? Um, so that's all that I have for club announcements. Corey, Jay, do you guys have any club announcements <laughs> that you would like the people to to know for today? Debate Club, Ooh. eight to ten. Oh snap! Okay. So in case y'all don't know, Goofy Groove Social Fellowship Incorporated is passing out roses today. We're going to pass them out starting at 1230, and then we're going to start back doing it at 3 o'clock. So make sure, lovely ladies, y'all get your roses, and everybody, you know, get your roses from your favorite Groove Brothers. Okay, guys, you heard it here first. So if you don't have a Valentine, the Groove Brothers will be here for you, okay? They'll romance you up, right? If you do have a Valentine, you know exactly where to go. If you don't care about Valentine's Day, go to the debate club. Fight about something, all right? So, guys, that is all for Temple announcements and all that good stuff. And uh, that's it for this segment. But, guys, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the strike uh, for Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash. We're going to be talking about Valentine's Day chocolate prices. And then we're going to jump into entertainment news, okay, guys? So enjoy the tunes. This is Fire and Desire by Drake. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll be back in a few. Yo, 
They did that. Like they really did. Nah, Honestly, for real. Pharrell is a genius. <laughs> a bro. goat for life. Yo, that was disgusting. <laughs> like the beat. Oh my goodness. Anyway, 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 guys, that was beautiful by Snoop Dogg, Pharrell, and Charlie Wilson. Guys, like they really put in work. Listen, oh, no. Charlie Wilson is amazing. Y'all know his song. Last name. Wait, my name is Charlie. Last name, Last name Wilson. Wilson. Come on Can now. Can you play that after this? Nah, Forever Valentine. Come on now. I was waking oh, up to goodness. that joint today. What is that? Oh, we got fans here. Ooh, Forever Valentine and Chills. You know Chills? Charlie Wilson. Last name Wilson. I don't, I don't know any of these. Nah. Okay. I know the songs that he's featured on, like If I Had by Don Tolliver. Mm-hmm. Like, he's relevant. He stays relevant every he single is. year, and he's still low-key about it. Like, you don't hear people talking about him like that. You know the what I mean? only one of them at night. Yeah, we're definitely going to put these on there. Okay, Jay, wait, wait, wait. He just put out the vocals. You want to sing us a song oh. on, on in honor of uh, Valentine's Day? Nah. Are you sure? Maybe later on. Maybe <laughs> later on. You'll sing for us? I still got my song taken on that bad boy. So if y'all want to hear that. Oh, no. You weren't here that day, Rachel. He started playing us his song. He made him, what, high school? What? You were going to play? I made it here, like freshman year. Wait, were you rapping or singing? I was singing. Auto-tune. <laughs> Auto-tune. <laughs> on some, like, Bryson Tiller type of vibe? Yeah, come on now. Okay, yeah, I'm not even surprised you did that. I'm not <laughs> even surprised. It's, like, right up your alley to, to do something like that. When you'll give your girl the flowers, you should start playing... Your song. You are right. taking. Really serenade her. Yeah, do some dance too. Right. Like. Do your group by group dance. We've right. seen it here in the we... stew. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what I do. We'll right. see what I do, though. <laughs> All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about how um, Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash drivers, they just went on strike today. They plan to do that on Valentine's Day because they know how many people use these services on Valentine's Day and it is messing the system up. Have you guys heard about this at all yet? No, not yet. Today. Mm. Okay, so let me tell you about it. All right, so thousands of Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash drivers, they're walking out the job today um, in demonstration to protest lawyer, uh, lower pay and unsafe working conditions, okay? So Rideshare Drivers United, an independent union, said that Lyft and Uber drivers would turn off their apps uh, just so that because to protest the d- significant decrease in pay um, that they've all experienced, especially throughout the winter. So uh, the news was delivered, I believe, in December. The Uber CEO, he hid the driver pay cuts to boost profits. So they're s- like secretly trying to undercut these people mm. um, without their knowledge. So someone says, we are sick of wor- working 80 hours a week just to make ends meet being constantly scared for our safety and worrying about deactivated accounts with the click of a button. Mm -hmm. Okay, so over 100,000 drivers are impacted by all of this. I mean, guys, what are your thoughts? Have you ever worked for Lyft or Uber or anything? No. No? Have you? Okay, I've, I've done DoorDash for a solid few days, and it was absolutely miserable. Like, you hustle and bustle just to make a couple cents um, because it's dependent on how many how much people pay you uh, tip you it's dependent on uh you know how much the app actually takes away from the money that you make so it's a mix it's a mix of things and it's a hot mess people have been complaining about it for a while um so guys how do you feel who who are you siding with in this situation who do you agree with the most i mean i just gave you the general rundown but what's it looking like okay before i answer i have a question for you mm. Having been a DoorDasher before, would you feel that this is a good side hustle? Like, is it worth it? Because I think that'll play a good role in my decision for this. 
so question that you asked. I only did it for a few days, right? I know people that do it for real, right? And they say when they hustle and bustle, they can make a pretty decent, not salary, but pretty decent daily, weekly, and monthly pay. As a side hustle, I don't think it'll get you enough money. As a main job, yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. So. If, if you're not spending hours trying to uh, pick people up or deliver food or anything like that, you're only going to make probably 15 bucks and you're going to drive probably 30 miles total. It's a waste of money when you mm-hmm. really think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a waste of time. So me personally, I don't blame them for this at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah, I definitely don't blame them for this. You talk about the Uber and Lyft drivers, then you talk about DoorDash. And then you realize they got to do this on holidays. Think about it. Recently, um, New Year's. I mean, you have to drive people from point A to point B, from this party to that party, and then from that party all the way back home, then from another party to another party to another party, then back home. So they have to do a lot when it comes to this situation. So what it, now, now that you include Valentine's Day, yeah, Valentine's Day, because people are going to places. They're going from this restaurant to that restaurant. Then they go from that restaurant to this home, then from this home to that restaurant. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. So do I blame them? Nah. Am I signed with them? Yeah, because you can't be doing this. And then you're doing this on holidays. I know Valentine's ain't really in a holiday, but, you know, yeah. you think about it. Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. So, therefore, doing all this and then they're getting no significant payout of it? Yeah, I agree with them. And, yeah, they should deserve the walkout. And I'm glad they wiped their hands, whoo, and they got the dipping. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, personally, I think they definitely deserve to get paid more, especially because of the working conditions and all the things that they have to see, witness, experience while doing this. However, I feel like, personally, the only part of this I have a problem with is them saying the unsafe working conditions. Like, I think they should get paid because of it, get paid more because of it, but I don't think that's a valid reason to protest solely because... When you sign up for a job like this, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. You know that you're going to be driving people that are leaving a party. They're going to be drunk. They may be intoxicated. They, You may get a couple in your car that just had a very bad argument. Like, you signed up knowing this. Or if you didn't know this, this is something you should have thought about prior to signing up for this job. People take an Uber, Lyft, DoorDash because they don't feel like they... Maybe they don't have a car, right? Maybe they don't feel like they're going to be in the mental state or physical state at a given time to actually drive themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're signing up for a Lyft, Uber, whatever it may be. So I feel like these drivers saying, oh, we have unsafe working conditions. You signed up for that. Yeah. Like, just like doctors, they mm-hmm. signed up to deal with people that come in sick. That's like, for me, that's like a doctor saying, it's unfair that I have to deal with sick people. You signed up to deal with that. When you're a Lyft driver, you're signing up to deal with people that are mo- maybe young, elders, people that are leaving a party, people that are leaving the doctors. That's not to say if people throw up in your car, that's not a problem, because it is. That's disgusting. But at the same time, I don't feel like you can get mad at having a drunk person come in or having to drive somebody to an unsafe area, because you know this before you actually accept the driver, I think. You know like you may have to get a drunk person here and then. Um, so that's my only thing. This is not me saying I don't agree that they should be getting paid more because I definitely do considering their working conditions, but I don't feel like the unsafe working conditions is a good like reason to protest personally. Okay. So I'm going to pull up these stats real quick. 
And we can revisit that, right? So two-thirds of Uber and Lyft drivers have been threatened, harassed, or assaulted while on the job in 2022 alone, mm. according to a new survey of over 900 rideshare drivers across 35 states, okay? Um, so among these drivers are drivers of color, which 86% of them report being called a racial, ethnic, or religious name or slur. Mm. Um, so driver safety, I think that... I guess you can mix intoxicated people in that mix because those people end up kind of releasing their inhibitions and then like going crazy on, on, on rideshare drivers. But what can these companies do to address those issues? Because if I'm working for Uber and I'm my work alone is giving Uber thousands of dollars a year. I want to know that I can go into work because, again, this is a full-time job for some people. I want to know that I can go into work and lower my chances of being harassed. But I don't think Uber can do anything, personally. Like, I don't think they can because Uber doesn't know who's getting in their cars or their driver's cars when they ask for Uber or Lyft. Unless you would ask, oh, are you drunk? Like, let us know. That, I think, is the only thing you could do, and people are going to lie. So I really don't think it's something that... Uber or these companies can do as much as it's just, okay, I'm the driver. I'm picking this person up. I see they're drunk. Okay, so sorry, I can't pick you up type of thing. I think that's something that they could maybe implement into their system so a new driver picks them up. But I don't know if it's necessarily something that Uber or DoorDash themselves can honestly address. Because when I think about this, I'm thinking of like realtors and brokers, right? The realtor is kind of their own company, yet the broker is like the person on the top, right? Mm. And so it's kind of the realtor is doing all the work. Yes, they're paying the broker, but at the end of the day, how they go about selling houses, how they go about, you know, working and communicating with their clients is kind of up to them, right? And so that's what I'm thinking about. Very different companies and organizations, but like that's what I'm feeling when I think about this. The realtor has to work with their customers in a certain way. So do these Uber drivers. And, like, Uber and the brokers are kind of just getting the money. Like, that's what I think they're all here for. They're just getting the money and profiting off of what the realtors and profiting off of what these drivers are doing. There's not much that they can actually do to change the whole process unless I think they incorporate things like, oh, are you drunk? But that's like asking on Instagram, are you 16, above the age of 16? People or, are going to lie. monkey app. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, people are going to lie. So I really don't, sadly, I don't think there's much they can do except being open to declining your riders. Well, here's an idea. Um, do you know how they do the stars for um, Uber and, and Lyft and all that, like yeah. the star rating? Well, here's what you want to add with that. Maybe for the driver, you add, okay, this is what this person likes and this is what this person don't like. Like, for example, they can just put in a little note, I'm not taking any driver that's intoxicated or I'm not taking any, um, I mean, not driver, passenger, that's my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not taking any passenger that's rude or I'm not taking any passenger that's intoxicated. I'm not taking any passenger that's going to be all over the place. So if they could just put that in the notes along with their star rating, then maybe that's the way you go. That's the ethical way to go. And if you go in that way, you go in that form, then maybe, then maybe we can see some change in Uber and Lyft. But right now, they got to do what they got to do. You know what I mean? They got to yeah. do what they got to do. Yeah, it's it's rough because, in my opinion, it's 100% up to the company. Now, I know human nature exists. Like you said, things happen, right? You can't control what customers do at McDonald's. If they're going to pop off because of the wrong order, that's on them, and it's not necessarily McDonald's' fault. But these companies, they provided the platform. Therefore, they should be able to monitor this platform. Um, kind of just have it like a 
no BS kind of thing. Like, yeah. hey, you had one incident, boom, you so, are banned. So zero tolerance policy, that's what we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Like zero tolerance and like you said, kind of having, and, and like you said too, having things implemented in the app where people can express their preferences, people can express whether or not they've been drinking, people can express even their religious affiliation if it's that serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that people can then get segmented into these groups where they are paired up with writers that work best for them. Uh, there are a million ways to go about this. Um, but Uber is very shady for hiding their pay cuts at the very least. So Wait, wait one more thing, Rachel. Yeah. Um, I want to say... Honestly, though, you got to shout out Uber and Lyft because as this is really not an underrated thing to say. They really put their lives on the line. Like, if you think about it, though, they are driving sometimes at 2 in the morning in a space where it's dark, it's creepy, and it's scary. So you we got to give Uber and Lyft these shout outs because, sure. yeah, because they're really putting their lives on the line to make sure that you either go home or you go where you need to be. So we have to take into consideration that Uber just is putting their lives on the line to make sure that we're safe. So they're really underrated heroes as, you know, I think they're underrated heroes if you ask me. The whole app? Not the whole app, or just the riders. Yeah, the, no, 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 no. Yeah, the drivers, the, the drivers. drivers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, I hear you. I agree. But at the same time, like this is me thinking solely from a rider's perspective. Mm. Obviously, I don't drink or anything. But if I was to be drunk, I would be relying on an Uber or a Lyft to take me from place to place. Right? That's not to say I shouldn't act like a crazy person or anything. But I feel like that's why Uber and things were created was for situations like that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Which is part of the reason why I'm like still on the fence because it's like I understand they're mad that they're dealing with these drunk people and everything but at the same time I think that's part of the reason why they exist mm -hmm. is to deal with those people because a drunk person can't drive you're going to get pulled over right. going to go to jail you know like right. you can't do that and right. I think that's why Uber is so successful which is why yes I do think we need to give them their props because they save us in so many ways like they're helpful they're great like getting from place to place if you don't have a car Especially here in the city, getting from here to Center City to wherever it may be. It's convenient. It's helpful. But same thing for those people that are drunk and intoxicated. You need someone to take you from place to place, which is why it's, like, hard for me to, like, really decide where I am. Solely because I think, yes, it's unacceptable how they're getting treated. Harassment, assault, being assaulted should not be condoned. But dealing with certain types of people, I feel like, is part of the reason why Lyft and Uber was created. It was. I'm still, like you said, we're not, we're still not going to condone the treatment of Uber drivers. For sure. Mm -hmm. For them to be trembling in their boots the minute they start their work day is crazy. Like to hear that people are choking them out, people are cursing them out because they didn't drive them fast enough, people are throwing up in their cars. The one night I was at an event, right? This girl was so under the influence, guys. <laughs> Her friends, she had, like, six <laughs> friends holding her up. She's a small girl, bro. She had, like, six friends holding her up. Yo. And the Uber driver opened up the door. He's like, guys, I don't want her in the car. They're like, please, please just let her in. She's she's falling over, okay? Yo. She's not even in her right mind. I'm like, girl, you guys got to wait at a at a local Wawa Yo. until she sobers up. Like, there's, there's a way. It's, again, like you said, there's responsibility on the riders, too. Guys, we For cannot sure. be treating Uber drivers like they're anything. These are people, yeah. too, driving their own 
personal vehicles to take you from point A to point B. Stop trashing their vehicles. Stop calling them the N-word. Stop making fun of their religion. Like, these are regular people. Just let them do their job. And they got families, too. Some of them right, do got families. Right. Come on, bro. Come on. Now, there's the other side of it where it's like, as a rider... You got to be aware of not being snatched up by your Uber driver, too. You know what I mean? Let's talk about it. Because, <laughs> listen, I ride a lot of Ubers. And I've been in Ubers, smelled like weed. I mean, <laughs> literal just weed. I was like, dude, I, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, I understand you're having your fun. You like to be cool and, you know, just chill vibes only. But, dude, no. Like, this was unacceptable. Or when I pay for the Lyft Comfort and I, they ask me, do you want me to get your bag? And I say, yes. Why aren't you getting my bag? They don't get your bag sometimes? No. I had to open. And you know what pissed me off the most was the fact that this man just opened the door. And I was like, can I put my bag in the trunk because I have my suitcase? He was like, no, you can put it here. I was struggling Whoa. like nobody's business. I, I was struggling like nobody's business. And this man just watched me struggle. And then the app had the audacity to tell me he's hard of hearing so i couldn't even complain Bruh. but me being nice i still tipped him i shouldn't have but i was like i think it goes both ways like it really does like yes we should treat them right but treat me with respect i paid extra for you to get my bag and you're not getting my bag what are we doing off topic you know how i talked about that common sense issue when people just like common sense yeah he sees a woman struggling, like... What are you doing? Uh, you see a woman struggling, like... He doesn't have a like, Valentine's today, gonna, because that's crazy. Yeah, you're not going to pick her, her bag up, like, that's kind of rude, you Bro, know what I mean? Even if she didn't pay, right? Like, you should have just been there, yeah, I was should have been a man at the end of the day, you know? Right. <sighs> I was so... I was so done. So, like, things like that, like, it goes both ways. Yes, we shouldn't be harassing them as writers and stuff. Like we said, we don't condone that. But with respect, like, we're paying you. If this is your full-time job, I'm paying you. Like, what are you doing? Right, right. It's a mess, guys. It's a mess. But I can, I think we can all agree that we support these people that are striking today, right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Of course so, we yeah. are. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um, you know, we have different perspectives and all that jazz, but at the end of the day, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, all of you people, do what you got to do. Make your coin, okay? Stand by your people because no one else is going to do it for you. All right? No one else is going to do it for you. Um, Blank. Point blank, guys. Also, did you guys hear that the the price of chocolate has increased a lot? Really? Yeah. For, for what? Day this year. Yeah. You see, chocolate's becoming expensive. No, 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 We're no. We're hard no, to no, get. No, no. We're hard to get. <laughs> you see what? Right. You see? You see? Yeah, that, that, that was good. Right? That was good. 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 But you know, it's it's Valentine's Day, so I wanted to touch on that. But guys, that's it for this segment. Okay, for the next segment, we're gonna get into our horoscopes. Okay, we're gonna get into you know some mushy gushy entertainment stuff, some opinions, all that good stuff. All right. So guys, we are going to put on a, a little music for you. Okay, uh, Jay and Corey were talking about Charlie Wilson, so we're gonna play Charlie, last name Wilson, right here for you right now, and we'll be back in a few. That was absolutely beautiful. You guys should have seen uh, Corey and Jay in the studio tearing <laughs> it up, bro. You guys should have seen them tearing it up. Eating the girls. Right, right. So if you are listening in your car, if you're listening while getting ready for class, if you're listening while getting ready for work, we want to say good morning and happy Valentine's Day from the Wake Up Crew. Okay? Yes. Right? We, we're here. We're here. We're here for you. We're here with you. We're here to have a good time. Right? Um, so... 
Corey, Jay, we're What's in up? our entertainment segment. Yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to talk about our signs. Because, you know, when we talk <laughs> romance, when we talk personalities, people love, love, love to bring up um, just horoscopes and signs and all that good stuff. I'm not really that much of an astrology girl. Me neither. Okay, are you, Jay? I mean, I look at the signs from time to time, but I ain't no astrology guy like that. Bro, I feel like he's he knows more than us for some reason. You definitely do. From, I mean, from I got, his experiences. Yeah, from experiences, yeah. Okay. For sure, for real. Okay, so I, I put up some of our um, t- daily horoscopes um, for each of us. So, uh, Jay, we'll start with you. Which one are you? I'm a Pisces. A Pisces? Yeah, okay, come on now. okay, okay. So I have up, uh, what do I have? I have Gemini, Taurus. You what, don't have Pisces. What, what, month, <laughs> what month is Pisces? So Pisces, March. yeah, it's it's the beginning of March, but the end of February. So basically after Aquarius season. Okay. So what it says for you. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So for those that don't know, can you explain what these horoscopes are to the people? Okay. So a horoscope is a forecast of a person's future, typically including um, a delineation of character and circumstances based on the relative positions of the stars. So when you are born, you are born underneath a very, uh, during very specific circumstances, right? The moon is at a certain angle, the sun's at a certain angle, the stars are set a certain way. And there are many people that believe that that has an impact on your personality based on the minerals that come into the earth and all that good stuff. A bunch of details. Again, I'm not an astrology girl. I don't know the details, okay? Um, so we find these shapes and signs in the stars, da 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 ancient civilization, blah, 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 right? Um, fast forward to today, people pretty much use this to determine their their personalities. They use this to explain their personalities. They use this to explain their relationships, um, to explain how to approach situations throughout the day. So I decided to pull up... Um, horoscopes just to see like <laughs> what what it says about you today and if that resonates with you at all right, 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 right so right. you're a pisces that goes from february 18th to march 19th okay it says today you might be identifying as the underdog and intense insecurities may rear their head as mars and pluto merge in aquarius today consider seeking a voice of reason that can offer a more generous interpretation of what's unfolding inside of you if you find yourself getting lost in a dreadful in dreadful projections or hyper vigilance so do you feel insecure today jay I don't feel insecure, insecure, but I do feel like an underdog because if you think about it, though, with Pisces, we put our heart on our sleeve. We put our emotions out there. So when we feel like we heartbroken or when we feel like that we're not loved, we're going to show why we're not loved. And it's like sometimes it may not be in a good way, but still, we just some loving human beings. And sometimes do we take do we get taken advantage of? Of course, we get taken advantage of because we put our heart on our sleeves. And in today's day and world, when you put your heart out, when you put your heart out there, it's kind of like cheesy, corny. Where I just feel as though it's still love at the end of the day. So if you got love for me, I got love for you, and we got love for each other. But yeah, today we definitely feel like the underdog because we put our heart on our sleeves, and it's like we're not getting that love. And now I'm getting love from family and family and friends and all that, but it's like relationship wise, right. we ain't getting that love right now. Okay, so you feel like this is somewhat accurate right now. A little bit, a little okay. bit accurate. Okay, okay. Do you know what it means when Mars and Pluto merge in Aquarius? Hey, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Mars, <laughs> Mars and Pluto, Mickey and Min- I don't, I don't know none of that. I gotta Google that really and truly. They say it's gonna be transformative. Okay, so I'm actually googling it now. Um, uh, it's an astrological event. Uh, uh, Mars and Pluto coming in together. It means. <laughs> 
it, it's making the start of a powerful. This is anyway. Next, <laughs> Corey, you say you are a I'm cancer. I'm a cancer. Okay, so let's look at cancer, right? That's from June twentieth to July twenty second. What's your day? Twenty first of July. Dang, I borderline mm. made mm. it. I mm. almost didn't make it. Right, so you could have been a Leo. Oh, Thank no. God I'm not a Leo. Oh. You dodged a bullet, friend. You dodged Ooh, a so bullet. So everyone's telling me I shouldn't be a Leo, so that's good. I, I only know that because that's what everyone else says, and now I'm just going to... Why aren't Leos liked? I ain't going to say it on the air, but... <laughs> Apparently, they're very egotistical. Mm. Um, they, uh, more, they, they more than that. <laughs> they more than that. Yeah, like very self-centered people. Um they're over the top apparently they they exaggerate and i don't know they, they do too much yeah, like yeah, just very, calm down yeah. like relax like yeah very attention grabby people <laughs> right. right but apparently from what i've heard cancers are very emotional and dramatic and emotional and dramatic and right. anxious and you know are they actually anxious yeah that's what i've heard like oh, cancer wow. they're water signs and apparently water signs are like always in their bag always in their feelings you know what yeah. i mean so so like the old definition of in my bag yes exactly that's exactly. why pisces love cancers listen Come on now. listen bro listen okay so all right for you it says you might be hyper focused on trying to control the outcome of a situation as mars and pluto meet in analytical aquarius today boundaries regarding how much information is shared between you and others could come up for discussion what do you think about that? What? <laughs> what? What do you think? Of, do you think that's... Okay, so let's start with the beginning. It's saying you might be hyper-focused on trying to control the outcome of, of situations today. There's no situations to be dealing with today that I know of. You don't try to control outcomes, Corey, with your anxious behind? You I don't? mean, I do. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So it got that part right. Um Boundaries regarding how much information is shared between you and others could come up for discussion. Do you think that's going to apply to you today? Boundaries? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, we'll see about that. We'll see. Okay. Oh, I do got one question, though. Why they keep saying Mars, Pluto, Aquarius? Why y'all keep talking about Aquarius? Like, I'm trying to Google it real quick, and there are just so many words. I don't have the time to read through it and say it on air. Um, <laughs> that I'm probably going to have to ask chat GPT to quick summarize it for me. Um, but I'm going to go over to the Scorpio one because that's me. Okay. Right. Hold on. Let me read that one for you so you don't see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, your phone. Watch out for, Watch phone. Out for your phone. An overwhelming pressure to make fundamental shifts in your life could arise as Mars and Pluto meet in Aquarius today. If you have kids, Rachel, if you have kids, be mindful of the energy waste that power struggles with them would entail if you notice yourself leaning in that direction. Try to focus on what you're able to control rather than fixating on what's out of your hands. That might be easier said than done. But an opportunity to talk th things through could present itself as the moon enters Taurus and clashes with Pluto and Mars in Aquarius. We got to Google what that means because every time they say it, I'm like, huh? Well, that's probably because nah, that's, that's what's happening party. today. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to know what that means in terms of the stars. and Right. Right. Like, okay, so it's saying. <laughs> so you don't have kids. So I feel like that crosses out like. Yeah. But the shift part for a show, for show. Well, what the shift part? When it's like, uh, what did it say? Something about transformer. Try to focus on what you're able to control. 
yeah. other than fixating yeah. what's out of your yeah. hands. Yeah, that's true. I, I gotta, I, I do have to do that. Um, I do think it's very generic, and that can apply to a lot of people. But personally, yeah, that's pretty spot on, I guess. Um, These are so stupid. <laughs> like, actually, like, they're so dumb. Like, I've read them before, and I'm like, yeah, I can see the similarities. But I'm like, that's just how God made me. Like, let's be so for real. Like, us July kids... We're all emotional, yada, yada, yada. Like, they're very similar, like, characteristics and traits. But we're believing the stars and how they align, and that determines everything. Listen, can we completely exit out yet? I don't think we can. I don't think we can, and here's why. What do we know about space? Between the three of us, guys, what do we know about space that can completely just... X out the entire possibility of astro- um, of horoscopes being incorrect. The moon, the stars, the solar system, all that. We don't know enough, though. That's the point. <laughs> but it's how like... does that determine how I'm feeling today? Okay, I understand that, can maybe, but I don't think it has much to do with the people that were born in this time period of the year. They're going to feel this. Like, no. I don't think that's... I think the environment itself can make us feel a certain type of way. Like, if it's rainy... We're going to feel maybe down, slow, whatever right. it may be. Right. But the stars. But think about it. When the moon is is sat up there in a certain way, it impacts the waves. Like, let's let's really, like, let's get on some hippy-dippy stuff right now, okay? Right, I don't follow horoscopes, but think about it. When the moon is sat a certain way, when the light hits the moon a certain way, whatever, whatever, the waves change the waves get bigger the waves get smaller the waves are impacted so if something like that can impact the entire (laughs) like (laughs) i'm sorry if space can impact the entire uh, 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 now she's recording me (laughs) if 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 space can impact the entire uh kind of system of how things work on earth why wouldn't it impact us we are all one but I, i see how it could impact us but i think and I like I see that 100%, but I don't think it's going to impact us based on who was born in March, who was born like in the Sagittarius season. I don't think it could impact us in that way. That seems too specific. You know what I'm saying? My thing with this whole logic stuff, listen, I live my life every day. I'm going to continue my life every day. To continue to live my life every day, I'm not gonna believe no astrology was gonna tell me how my future is. That's some uh, uh, crystal ball stuff. I don't got time for that, man. I really don't. Like, I'm gonna just keep living my life the way I'm gonna live my life, and whatever happens, whatever happens. I feel like I need to like repent after this conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Jesus ain't proud of me. Like, <laughs> now I get the crystal ball. Okay, this is what's gonna happen today. You're gonna fall in love. No, I'm not, bro. Like, right. stop lying. We're, we're still gonna be single by the end of this day. Right. This Let's Listen. see. Let's see how it goes. You'll find your husband in five years. Like, man. No, I'll find him in a day. Like, like please. They, okay, so they do say horoscopes and astrology. Uh, the scientific community completely rejects it, right? There's no evidence showing that being a Leo actually makes you, like, the most, you know, hateable person in the world, all that good stuff. So, I can tell you It's the just most, another. Tr- oh. I can tell you the most hateable person, but go ahead, Corey. Oh. I, no, I want to hear this. Right. What? It's their season right now. What season is it? It's the Aquarius season. Come on now. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Girl, I don't know, but <laughs> what were you going to say? I feel like it's just a trend. I think it's like one of those <laughs> things where, you know, the is it the Mandela effect when like you think something or you know something and as a result it influences how you approach life? That's more manifestation. Manifestation yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think this is becoming more of a trend. Okay, if I follow the horoscopes, my day will be like this, and I know it's going to be a good day or I know it's going to be a bad day versus just 
following what the day brings you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think yeah. it's a way to feel like you're living a more positive life because someone else is telling you this. Oh, because I'm a cancer, this is going to be how I feel today. I know it's going to be a good day type of thing versus just going with the flow. Right, right, right. I have a, a co-star app that shows you your entire astrological chart. And every day, every morning, it sends me something. So it's like, breathe in the air that, that's around you. You know what I mean? Like, or ground yourself today. And oddly, they, they admitted that they just kind of put whatever in these daily kind of like reminders, right? They mm. admitted that. But I can't lie, it has helped me through some days. But it's probably because they told you that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not because the lines and the stars no. are actually lying. <laughs> it's just because you read it and saw it. Right. I think. Right, exactly. I do believe our environment has an impact on us. I'm, I know the alignment of the moons and the stars de- must have an impact on us in some capacity. Is it this way, though? Um, no. And there's no scientific evidence backing that, so... I don't know, guys. I don't know. But that's our horoscopes for the day. I mean, you guys can check out your own. Um, you know, we've got, like you said, it's the month of the Aquarius. You know, you Aquarius people, you know, do do what you got to do, okay? Y'all need a heart. That's what y'all need. Wow. But <laughs> that's what y'all Whoa. need. I mean, dang, 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 dang. But, yeah, that was it for the, the hor- horoscope situation. So uh, for Valentine's Day, I mean, guys, do you have any other updates, anything like that, entertainment-wise, that we can chat about? Corey, I know you were talking about Love is Blind Season yes. 6, right? Love is Blind Season 6 comes out today. Okay. Valentine's Day, y'all know that's what I'm going to be doing all of tomorrow, all of Friday. Because today's kind of a busy day, and I really need to just sit down and watch it. Mm. Or maybe I'll watch it tonight. Um, I don't know. Have y'all watched Love is Blind before? I don't watch it. I saw season one. You need to watch it. It's actually, I've talked about it on the show before. Such an amazing show. You are split up girls and guys. You're dating people without seeing what they look like. Seeing if you can build an emotional connection without seeing them physically. Because, you know, a lot of the time these days, you're basing your relationship or just, could you see yourself with this person solely based on looks? Mm. This is really to test the emotional connection first. If you guys vibe, the guy proposes, you say yes, you actually meet each other, you go on a trip together to see if you guys can actually bond and enjoy each other in the physical realm versus just the emotional side. And then you guys go back home, move in together, you meet each other's families, start picking out your wedding out, then you get to the altar, do you say yes, do you say no? It's a great story. So many people have you know, got, actually gotten married because of the show, Lauren and Cameron, season one. Shout out, shout out, Lauren and Cameron. couple, they're actually in their bag. They are. Five years down, forever to go. And then here recently, actually, two of the Love is Blind couples announced that they're having a baby. That's So crazy. that's super awesome. The Grouchowskis um, from the most recent season, excluding today, of course. And then also um, uh, the Lemieux. Mm. they're also having a baby. So we have had two pregnancy announcements within one year, and the show has been going on for years, and we haven't had any yet. So this is exciting. Dang. Dang. I mean, would you guys ever go on this show? I feel like it's an awesome concept. I feel like you would eat that up, Jay. No? No. Really? Why not? What's what's Everything. (laughs) The whole show. It's awful. It's an interesting concept. No, I would do it 100%. Nah, I'll do Jersey Shore. I'll do that. That, (laughs) No, I love us too. (laughs) DC, DMV Shore. Right, right. Oh, gosh. But I I do got one thing to say about Valentine's Day. Mm. And this is specifically for my fellas out there, for Mm. my good people out there, my good fellas. Listen, it's Valentine's Day. Love yourself, fellas. Listen, 
Sometimes it's going to get tricky. Sometimes the woman, you know, that can be, you know, a little spectacle on Valentine's Day. But guess what? You're strong. You're bold. You're brave. Do what you got to do. Now, if you got a crush, I would just leave it aside. Just put it on the side for now. Unless y'all feel that same mutual connection, that's cool. But if she ain't feeling you, just put it on the side. Relax. I don't need no broken hearts today. I don't need y'all screaming, shouting, fighting. I don't need that. What I need y'all to do is stay calm, relax, be in the moment. If she ain't feeling you, and she, she ain't, ain't feeling, feeling you. you. So, yeah. It is what it is. And we're also going to touch on that during our campus conversation segment. We can really get into just <laughs> dating in college and Valentine's Day in college. Because, fellas, really, keep your head up. This is a rough day for a lot of guys. And girls. Get it right, Rachel. Girls, too. But guys are encouraged to kind of make that first move. And girls are encouraged yeah. to sit and look pretty while guys make that yeah, move. so guys, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? But also, keep your head up if you're not doing anything. <laughs> right? Facts, facts, facts. All right, guys. So for our next segment, we have a very, very special guest. She has been doing her thing on campus. She's low-key, high-key famous. So, um, guys, we're going to uh, pull her out for our um interview for who's awake with us but until then guys we're gonna listen to some music okay and when we come back we're gonna come back with our special guest so enjoy the tunes this is into you by fabulous and shala onto ashanti Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to WHIP Radio at Temple University. My name is Rachel, and I am here with... Corey Parker. And... Jay Matthews II. Okay, guys, and we reached a part of our segment where we are going to be interviewing the majestic... The famous mm. Mia LePage or LePage, right? I was about to say, are you going to say the French? Right, LePage, right? <laughs> are you are you French for real? A little bit, yeah. Oh, wee wee, okay. Yes. All right. So, guys. Um, <laughs> wee wee. <laughs> Mia LePage, not only is she a Temple student, but she's also a spectacular dancer, content creator, model, and TV host, okay? As you can see, what you'll see on our story, we're going to post it on our story, she does very well for herself, and she does it all. Currently, she works alongside the Sixers as a dancer, but she's also one of the hosts of Temple University's TV shows, We Need to Talk. So, let's dive into her juicy life, learn everything about her, and, you know, let's get it started. So, everyone, welcome. Mia LePage. Woo. Hi. Yes, right, right. yes, yes. We're so glad to have you here, okay? Yes, I'm like excited to be here. Right, as you should, as you <laughs> should, okay? Um, so, we're going to start with the one question that we ask everybody, okay? okay. What is your wake-up routine? What is your morning routine? Okay, my morning routine, I'm not really a morning person, but something that I would I do every day that I have to do is go to Richie's and get an avocado toast and a coffee. That's like my key to a successful morning. Once I have that, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to like put in some work and do some things. Okay, okay. So guys, you heard it here first. If you want to be famous, eat at <laughs> Richie's, like period point blank. It's that simple. Okay. So would you consider yourself an early bird or a night owl? Definitely more of a night owl. I think that's also come with dance. Dance is usually like late at night, and then in the mornings I'm like sleepy. So I would definitely say a night owl. Okay, so that's when you're most creative. That's when you're most... Okay, I yeah. see. I see. Um, so, okay, let's get into just everything. First, what is your major at Temple? So my major at Temple is Media Studies and Production. <laughs> oh. Oh. What school is that? It's Klein. Let's go. Listen, we have, we have an ongoing beef here in this studio. Come on now. 50% of our hosts are Klein students, and then the other 50%, <clears throat> Rachel and I, right, Yeah. are... 
repping with Fox. Ooh, oh, okay. Like Fox yeah, yeah. all day. So like it's become a big debate. Who's the better school? Yeah, hmm. yeah. You guys look fun. I'll say that. Yeah. Y'all do look fun. Yeah, you look very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Tiring, but yeah, you know right. what I mean? Right. Oh, sure. So, um, okay, so how did you land the opportunity to work alongside people like Kiki Palmer? Like, to <laughs> what? What? How did that happen? Tell us from start to finish and what it felt like afterwards. Okay, yeah. So, Kiki Palmer, I saw that her choreographer was teaching class at a studio I train at a lot in Philly called Creative Reaction, Dance Studio Creative Reaction Company. And I was like, I want to go out to class. I want to try, you know, I hadn't taken from him before. And he posted that he was looking for people, that he was looking for dancers. So I was like, oh, maybe, you know, something's coming up. So I went to the class and it, it was a class. It wasn't like an audition, even though he was scouting people. So I went to the class, did my best, like learned the choreography, performed it. And for the job that he was hosting or that he was casting that weekend, it was I was too short. So I was too short for that. um, And I didn't get it. But one of my really close friends got it. So I was like super happy for her. And then a couple weeks later, I get a random phone call from it says L.A. I don't have the number saved. It just says L.A. But he took our phone numbers down at the class. So I was like, all right, if it's L.A., New York, Atlanta or Philly, I'm going to answer it. If it's anywhere else, (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to assume it's. I don't know who it is, but I answered it and he was like, you know, Mia, you stood, you really stood out to me in my class in Philly. Would you want to dance for Kiki Palmer? I have her, the Broccoli City Music Festival coming up. You'd be, you would need to be in New York next week. So I had already paid for an entire other dance intensive like that week in New York. And I'm like, yeah, I'm free. I'm totally free. (laughs) So I had to cancel that, tell them I wasn't going to be there. Um, And then but I already had a hotel booked because I was supposed to be in New York. So that was perfect. And I went up there. We had rehearsals like all day, like I would say from like. 9 10 a.m. to 7 8 at night like it was definitely no way that's a whole shift yes all day long and we, we had breaks here and there for lunch and stuff but it was it was a lot um and then our last rehearsal was in new jersey and then we went to dc for the for the performance and the performance was it was i was so excited we had just put in so much hard work the entire week like this was the time to go and i woke up with extreme stomach pain like something like something was wrong and I I was like this is not okay and I was trying to trying to hold it together I get in the van and as the van's moving like I'm crying because my stomach is hurting so bad and all of the other dancers are like are you okay are you I'm like yeah I'm, I'm okay I'm like I gotta push through there's no way that I'm not gonna be on that stage and it got so bad that they had to call an ambulance no one knows this story except my family. And so they had to call an ambulance, and I was rushed to the hospital for this, like, extreme pain. And I was I was in the hospital, and, and I was like, there's there's no way that they're going to take this from me. Like, I have to make it on the stage. Like, I, I have to get there. So I go, I'm, like, working with the doctors as quick as I can to, like, try to figure out what's going on. And I look at the time, and I'm like, I got to leave. Like, I, I got to make it back on stage. So I call an Uber, and I leave the hospital. In pain. In pain. In pain. It had subsided a little bit, and I was like, this is my chance. Like, I got to I gotta go. So I get in the Uber. I'm like, can you please hurry up? Like, I got to be on stage. <laughs> I got, so I go through security. I get down down with everyone. I put on the outfit, and they had reblocked the entire performance without me because they had to you know yeah, I was yeah. in pain and it was a chance that I wasn't going to be able to perform so they reblocked it and they had 
you know, I had to ask my group if they'd be okay letting me back in because I wasn't able to be there for dress rehearsal. But we'd all practice all week. A lot of them I grew up dancing with, like I've known for many years. So they were like, you know, we want you to perform. Like, we wish you would have been here during the rehearsal, but let's do it. So we go back to the original format and we're practicing it, running it through. And then we go on stage and we do it and we kill it. And I was so proud of myself. I don't know how I made it through, but it was an incredible experience for sure. Did you ever figure out what was wrong with your stomach? Right. No. Wow. I, I, have, I have no idea. But You're it, just a warrior. That's just what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was, it was so bad. Like, I, I couldn't stand up straight. Yo, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, for real. But like Jake said, you definitely are a warrior. Like, that's definitely. crazy. So I have to know because I'm always so intrigued with dancers and yeah. how, especially when you go to those like dance classes, how fast everyone just remembers it. So what is like your mindset when you're learning these different routines? How do you get it so fast? Like, are you remembering the beats? Like, what is the, tell me about the mindset and the mind and thought process of a dancer. Okay, yeah. So with learning choreography, I can speak from my personal experience. To me, it's fight or flight. Like when I'm learning choreography, I'm like, I either get it or I don't, and I have to get it. Like there's there's not even the option of I don't get it in my head. I'm like, I have to memorize this, so pick it up. Um, I'm really like on myself to do that. Something during the process of when I'm learning the choreography, I try to make it fun for me. So if I'm learning like a certain move and I'm like, oh, I could do a little this with that or a little this with this, like I, I can kind of find my own flavor in the dance and that helps me remember it more because then I make it feel right on my body and I take the template and I apply it rather than just like I have to learn this. I try to make it fun for myself. I love that. I love that. So tell us like a little bit about how your dancing career even started. Like how old were you? What brought you to dance? Was it taking a dance class that you're like, okay, hold on. I kind of like this a little bit. Tell us about it. Yeah, so I got into dance when I was just two years old. Wow. Yeah, my grandfather, he's the best. He worked for the Sixers for over 20 years, and he started the Sixers basketball camps and partnered with Debbie Appalucci. She's a studio owner, a Touch Class Dance Studio. He partnered with her to create dance camps. She wanted to do this dance camp. The Sixers were like, only if you work with Sonny, my grandfather. So they partnered together, and he'd bring me around to these dance camps, and he'd put me on the ground, and I would start dancing and, like, mimicking the movements of the dancers. And she was like, Sonny, you got to put her in dance class. And he was like, what are you talking about? She's two years old. Like, she's a baby. And she was like, no, there's baby dance classes. Like, you got to put her in dance class. So he put me in, and right as I started, like, I fell in love with it. And the Sixers dancers were, like, my first realization that I could dance as a career like this could be a professional job I could get paid to do this thing that I love so I went around to the camps and things like that and ballet I always was really drawn to hip-hop but ballet was a requirement for the Sixers like mini team they had mini teams at the time and my goal was to make it on that team so I was like all right so I took the ballet class I took the jazz class but I was still not feeling fulfilled and so I, I said something like I need I need to change I need to change they're like what if we move you up a level I was like okay that's when I fell in love with it I love a challenge I'm a person I need a challenge I need to accomplish something like work towards something and when I was able to be with the older dancers and then get that experience then I went to audition for the Sixers and at the time you had to be eight years old but I was six yeah I'm pretty sure you had to be eight and I was six and I went to the audition, and she was like, you know what? She's good enough to rehearse with the team, but she's not going to perform. She's not going to do the games, but she can practice. And I'm like, I'll take it. Like, I just wanted to be in the room because I loved it so much and wanted to just be around that. 
And by the time we got to the first game, they were like, she's performing. And they put me in. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was six years old performing in front of 20,000 people. So do you remember that day at all? I, I do remember it. And a part that I remember specifically, my grandfather and I talk about all the time, is I got really nervous before. And I didn't know what it was, but I was like, pop my stomach, like my stomach. And he'd he had <laughs> always it's stomach. always my stomach. stomach. Always the stomach. <laughs> but at that point, he had to explain to me what butterflies were. I like I, I didn't know what that feeling was of that like, oh, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And he was like, you're going to kill it. You're just you're just a little nervous, but it's OK. That means you care about it. And yeah, so I remember that. I remember that part of it and just walking out and like seeing so many people. But it was just exciting, like the lights, the I music, it all. Yeah. I feel like we need to give a shout out to Pops. Like, yes. Sunny, yeah. like, definitely. Grandpa Sunny, Sunny like, you're, you created a star. Like, Grandpa you created Sunny. a star. For real. The family is set for life now. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> yes. Sixers dancers. We're so proud. Right. Oh, it's my turn. All right, bet. Um, <laughs> what's good, Mia? What's hey. up? What's up? Um, let me just ask you this, though, because I got like four questions. Okay. How do you stay motivated and inspired to create new dances and content so creatively? Because we be seeing on your story and you be seeing and we see on TikTok and it's like you doing your dances and whatnot. So it's like, how is it creating these new dances and uh, moves? Yeah. So staying motivated, I think something that I do a lot to like re-inspire myself when I'm feeling lack of motivation or lack of inspiration is I'll look at old clips of myself as a kid, old dance videos or old pictures and really see how far I've come. And also remember how it felt to be that girl with such big dreams. And it makes me want to, you know, complete that and work towards it again. To create, like, dances and stuff, whether it's a song that inspires me or I see a different dance that I'm like, I want to learn that. I need to learn that. Or if I, yeah, I'll usually, like, look at other ideas and then make ideas based off based off what I'm taking in. No, that's dope. That's dope. So growing up here, now you go to Temple. Yeah. <laughs> so why the decision to go to Temple? How are you feeling now? Because this is your junior year, by the way, too. So how are you feeling about being at Temple and, you know, just the whole environment? Because you're doing a lot. Oh, we need to talk. You're dancing. Mm-hmm. You're doing a lot. So how are you feeling about that? Yeah, so that's a really good question, how I decided on Temple. Growing up, I never planned on going to college. I actually graduated mm. high school a year early with plans to move to New York just to dance. And I joined Creative Reaction Dance Company in Philly when I was 16. And I was like, I, I need to stay. Like, I'm not ready to leave yet. And my um, graduation was approaching since I was graduating early. And I was like, no, I got to stay on this team. I'm not ready to leave. And a lot of the girls that I were meeting all went to Temple. And so I was going to Temple parties when I was like 17, <laughs> like <laughs> having fun around campus. And I was like, this is nice. Like maybe they were like, you got to come outside with us next year. You got to come. And I was, and I told my mom I wanted to stay on this team. And she was like, well, you either got to get a job or go to school if you want to stay. So I was like, uh, I'm, what if I applied to Temple? She was like, for real? And she looked it up. She's like, the, like, the last day to apply is like a couple days from now. Yo, so you got to Yes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, I submitted an application. I think I put like early childhood education as like my major. I love working with kids. So I was like, I'll just put that. Um, and seven days later, or a couple days later, I got like an email that I was accepted. And I was like, all right, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'm going to Temple. It was a very like random decision. But I realized that impulsive and like spontaneous decisions usually work out in my favor. Right. So I started at Temple and the first year was honestly really rocky for me. I was even thinking about transferring. Um, but I think that a huge part of that was I was only taking gen eds my freshman year. 
And I also wasn't around the right types of people. I was like hanging around the wrong types of people, people that weren't really pouring into me the way that I was pouring into them. And my sophomore year, I started taking more major classes and I was like, I'm really falling in love with this major. Like I realized I had started having a new appreciation for school and I really take pride in myself as a student now and in my education. Like I'm learning a lot and I realize how smart I am now that I'm taking classes I actually have an interest in. Because in high school, like I, I, I tapped out after imaginary numbers. Like I, <laughs> like after that, I was like, this is not helping me anywhere, like to get to where I want to be in life. And I've always known what I wanted to do. So being able at Temple to take classes that I've always had a passion for being on camera and being talent and learning more about that, learning about the business side and the back end of it has been so exciting. And I started this this past year, I was in a relationship for the first like two years of college and I ended that and I was like my goal now is to put everything back into myself and what I want to do so I went ham I joined we need to talk I <laughs> signed up for a bunch of classes yeah I did a study away program I'm planning on doing another one and I'm now on track you said junior I it's my junior year right, but I'm right, technically right. a senior now Ooh. and oh. I'm going to be graduating a semester early so I've been wow. I'm taking 21 credits right now <laughs> and you're a dancer on the Yo. Sixers, and you're a host of We Need to Talk. Correct. Are you okay? Are you? Yeah. Are you? How do you that? Yes. Blink twice if you need help. Oh my goodness, she's not okay, guys. <laughs> but um, I I love being busy. I think being busy actually keeps me like on everything more because I I have to my time management has to be on point. Like right. I don't have time to slack off or be like I don't want to do this. Like I have to do it now. So I think it, I actually do better when I'm busier and I thrive off of it. Like I thrive off of yeah, I have a photo shoot, I have an interview, I have to go to this dance thing, I have to go to class. I have to I love doing a bunch of different things because I don't know, to me like the fact that I'm like alive, like life is a blessing and I want to do as much as I can while right. I'm here. Like I want to make an impact. I want like I I'm very much in competition with myself to be the best that I can be. And, like, when I'm when my time's up, I want to be proud of, like, all the things I was able to accomplish and the people I was able to impact and inspire. Right. I mean, and you're only 19. I mean, yes. come <laughs> on, bro. Like, anyway, thank you for squeezing That's us ridiculous. in your schedule. Wait, <laughs> she's a year older than... Wait, what? Hey, you're Cor 19? Cor yes. You're doing big I'll, things, too. Don't I'll worry I'll be 20 it. in 10 days, y'all. Pisces season. Yeah. <laughs> when's your birthday? Hmm? When's your birthday? February 24th. Hey, March 1st. Yeah. Come on That's now. Hey. Hey. Wow, and there we go. My birthday is 22424 this year, and 24 is my favorite number. I have it tattooed. It's like, That's I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> Wait, does that mean it's your golden year? Or I Well, think, no, because she's not turning 24. Yes, on I think oh, that's, yeah. that's when you turn 24, but it's like my angel number year. We'll call angel, that. Okay, yes. <laughs> all right. Shoot. That's so awesome. So, like, what are some, like, time management strategies you have for people that are struggling with their time management. So time management for me, my go-to is Google Calendar. And I have it color-coded. Shout, <laughs> Shout out. We yeah. need Shout to get a sponsor by them because, hello. <laughs> I have all my classes at Temple in red because, you know, red and black, Temple right. colors. Right, 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 right. And then I have Sixers in dark blue. And then if something, like, random pops up, I'll put it in, like, a light blue or a yellow so I'm, like, aware of it. Um, dance is usually, like, outside dance um, compared to Sixers is usually, like, purple. Um, cause I still, I still dance and train outside of the program because I still want to do as much as I can with dance. 
Um, but I would say definitely, yeah, Google Calendar. I'll plan out even in my calendar. I'll put like hang out with friend, like hang, like <laughs> I'll, I'll put in like my hangouts in my calendar because I if it's not there, I'm gonna it's gonna go. It's like I'm gonna forget about it. So that's yeah, I would say that. And I have two days off during the week, so I have classes every day except Wednesdays and Fridays. So Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm like, you got to do your online classes because I take a couple of those. So that's where I get all the work for that. And any other things that I'm doing, I try to plan on Wednesdays and Fridays. So, yeah, just about, I guess, my calendar, um, scheduling and time for fun and for my, like, professional responsibilities. You and Corey would be best friends, okay? Because <laughs> you and your Google Calendar. Her and her Google Calendar. Yeah, 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 you guys, like, yes. Literally, no. Google, hit us up. Y'all right? need to get onto Google Calendar. Like, oh, if I'm you don't, like, but color code it. It needs no. to be, yes. like, color coding yes. the calendar is what actually makes the calendar a calendar. Yes. So, wait, wait, what were you going to say? Because if it's all the same color, first of all, it just looks plain old ugly. Like, it's <laughs> ugly. Like, why am I just looking at the same color everywhere, even though I'm doing different things? Mm. And then on top of that, it really like forces you to actually stay organized. Yeah, you feel like you're in your bag because you realize like, dang, I'm busy. Right. Like it makes you feel good. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm booked and busy. Like, what am I doing? Um, and it's just great. It reminds you because I forget. Yeah, I'll forget what the I have, reminders. and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I have to be there and do that. It's just, mm. it's great. It's, yeah, it's great. Shout out Google Calendar, like we said, like we said. So, um, Mia, we're running out of time, low key. Oh, Wait, I got one more question. Yes. Hey, Mia, how you doing? <laughs> so, today is February 14th, right? Yes. I just want to ask this question. Do you have a Valentine? No. Ooh. She said earlier it's her mom. I was oh, just going to, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> if I had to say a Valentine, definitely my mom. She's the best. She got me right. She gave me a card, some candy. She, oh, she got the pajamas. whole night. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Mom LaPay. Yeah, shout out. What's, mom, what's mom's name? Can we say Marissa. Yeah. Shout Marissa. out Mama Marissa. Marissa. Hello. You <laughs> raised <laughs> a queen. You raised a queen. We got Grandpa Sandy, Mama Marissa. Grandpa Sandy. <laughs> this man yeah. in the name. Goes to show. Family goes a long way. Right. Definitely. Keep those people close to you. For real. For real. If people want to find you, Mia, where can they find you on Instagram? All your social media platforms. Yeah, I would know. say my... My username for everything is at Mia LePage, M-I-A-L-E-P-A-G-E. And I primarily am on Instagram, like, every day I'll probably post on my story. So that's where I'm, like, active the most. But I've been starting to be a lot more active on TikTok. And YouTube is is always there for my dance videos, but I'm not as active on there. Yeah, I mean, I know everybody saw you when the semester just started last fall. You were the first thing that popped up on my feed. I'm like, who is this popping off? When she was dancing at Bell Tower. Yes, yes bro. I saw I'm that, like, Joan. I said, yo. Like, who is this, bro? But now we know, guys. So, um, guys, check out all of Mia's work, okay? She has a lot more than just dance. She is a lot more than just yes. schoolwork, okay? She's doing great things. So get on the wave before it takes off. Because when she's on stage with Chris Brown, she's going to act like Here she don't is. know you, okay? All right. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> remember us. Remember us of when you course, get this. Of course. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be your, your groupies. I promise you. All right, guys. So um, because Mia mentioned that her one of her goals is to perform on stage with Chris Brown, we're going to be playing Ain't No Way, hey. um, a classic Chris Brown song, perfect for Valentine's Day. So, guys, you enjoy this tune, and we will be back in a few. This Ain't No Way. Oh, I'm, let me put you on. <laughs> Hello guys, welcome, good morning, and 
This is Wake Up Call at WHIP, okay? And this is our last segment of the show. Unfortunately, guys, let's let's let out our tears. Let's cry, okay? Um, so right now we're going to end the segment with Campus Conversations. And yes. in this segment, we just have some words to share with the students, okay? We still have Mia here. She's going to give her little advice. Again, it's Valentine's Day. It's hump day. By that, I mean the middle of the week, all right? And that's <laughs> by Valentine's yeah, Day. We're not talking about that one. Right, two different things, all right? Right. Um, but, you know, I, I just want to know. I know Jay has some thoughts for, for his temple uh, guides. You know what I mean? Corey got some the thoughts. The guys here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you? No, nah, not really. Not okay. Really. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Corey, what, are your, what, what, what do you have to say for temple students? Any advice for Valentine's Day? Just getting yourself together, keeping your head up, all that. Just realize there's still a lot of single people out there, ladies. So don't feel like, yeah, it sucks to be single. It really does. But, like, know that there's so many other not cuffed people in this world, right? Especially at Temple. Like, there's not that. I'm not going to say that. But, like, there's so many other people, like, that are in the same position as you. So don't feel the need to rush it. Celebrate with your girls. Celebrate with your friends. Celebrate with your family. Um, Like, it's literally a day of just love. So love on the people that mean the most to you, the people that have had a huge impact on you. And just be yourself. Um, yeah, have a good time. Like, love on yourself. Like, yes. literally cater to yourself. Self-care day. Like, if you're single, make it a self-care day. Um, for the ladies in a relationship, like, do your thing. But, like, don't brag about it to your <laughs> single friends. Like, don't be like, oh, my gosh, my Pookie and I. Like, just don't brag about it because, like, we recognize we're single. We don't need you to like flaunt it even more that we're single. Like, and all right, bro, relax. Like, bro. we get right. it, we get it, we get <laughs> right. it. Like, we'll love on you for the fact that you're in a relationship, that you're happy. We love that, but like, we don't need the, all the flaunting, personally. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's a hot take, but I feel like sometimes the flaunting is because it's not really, you know, as good on the, like, what happens at home on the Gee. outside like they be mm. posting they want to post to make it seem like they're good but they're not always good hello compensation yeah overcompensation yeah. people do that all the yes, time yes exactly so guys fix your relationship before you even celebrate this <laughs> right yes. like, is it worth is it he really your valentine <laughs> right is she really your valentine like, i mean i'll say something like this because this is not just for the guys it's just like everybody in general like the couples in general right love is not a 50 percent effort it's a it's a 100 percent commitment and what that means is this. You cannot put 50% in someone and then, boom, that's it. You have to be 100% to your partner. Are y'all going to fight? Sure. Are y'all going to love? Sure. That's what a relationship is. It's not always, you know. Kicks and giggles. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not always kicks and giggles. It's not always, it's not always having fun. You're going to go through those challenges. That's what makes a couple. That's what makes love. So mm-hmm. remember that 50% effort? No. 100% commitment? Yes, you got to be 100% committed. Now, here, not, now in college, I won't even talk about Temple. Now, in college in general, bro, let me just say it like this. <laughs> oh, like, you mad. have so many years to, like, go out and just do your thing. So the simple fact that, listen, if you got a, if you, if y'all a couple in, color, in college, great. Happy for you. Coup de gras, mardi gras. But if you got a couple, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, I better not see you anywhere What's near anybody because you being unfaithful, you being disloyal. I hate that. I don't like that. So, yeah, if you really going to be a couple in college, watch out. But do your thing, though. But watch out. Watch but yeah. out. Yeah. For real. People are dirty what? and dusty in college sometimes. And I don't get it because you can really just be single and do whatever you want. Right. Instead of involving other people in your, in your junk. 
You know what I mean? Um, so, Jay, you are spitting facts. If you're not ready, don't do it. You're still young. Blase, blase. We got all that good stuff, right? But listen, being too young means nothing all the time to oh, like. Goodness. No, like, <laughs> oh, no, because like I hate it when people say like, oh, you're too young to actually be searching for the one. Or maybe oh. quiet. <laughs> no, I'm like sorry that you don't want the one right now. Like that's my thing. Like I think it really depends like on where you are. And I understand people say, oh, you're too young to actually want to settle down. Like, no, you don't know me. Like, right. you don't know me at all. Like, you know, I feel like you've gotten to know me. You've gotten to know me. Like, I don't really, personally, like, I'm not here for the flings. Like, I think those are stupid. Mm. Like, those, I just mm. feel like they're completely useless. Unless that's what you want to do, I understand. You don't want to be committed, I understand. But for me personally, yes, I may be young, but at the same time, I know what I want. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And I know that I want, like... I want my husband. Like, I don't want a fling. I don't want a one-night stand. I don't want any of that. Like, give me, like, my life partner. And so when people say, oh, you're too young, like, maybe you're, maybe that's, like, a you preference. That's not a me thing, you know? So I hate it when people always say, oh, you're too young. Like, no. And I know people that are in very committed relationships. They're thriving. Like, if they don't get married, I would be shocked type of thing. Right. And, like, I love that for them, you know? I love that they're together. Literally, I call them mom and dad. Shout out Kennedy and Jaden. But like Kennedy and Yes, like I love them so much. And they're thriving. Like they're amazing. And they're young. They're my age. Mm -hmm. And so they're thriving. So are we gonna say like, oh, young people, take your time? Like, no, they're living. Like they are one of the best couples I've ever seen, even compared to some of these older couples I see. Can I piggyback on that? Because I do want to give me an opportunity to speak. But um let me piggyback on that. People got it, don't got it in here. No, wait, hold on. What, what I want to say. They people got it down. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, people have it in the heart, but they don't got it up here. And what do I mean by that? They may not be mentally ready for a relationship. Right. They may not be mentally ready um, to be in a relationship where, you know, they don't understand their partner on an emotional level where they're not concepting to, okay, what is my partner like? How, do, how can I make my partner feel better? How is that all, you know, going in a way? So... Just being, you know, mentally connected, I think that's what some people are missing. Yeah, I agree. I feel like um, not just the like the mental thing, but like understanding who you are as a partner and what your needs are and how like and being with the right partner because you can love someone and they can love you, but y'all aren't meant to be together. Y'all mm, just aren't right for each honey. other. And like specifically with for me, I think a huge problem for me in my relationships is I'm so busy all the time and I do a lot. And when I'm with someone, I want to I, I put my 100% into every single thing that I do. And when I'm in a relationship and I'm put, pouring into that person, I need that person to pour back into me. Right. Because if not, then I'm running myself dry. See, that's Pisces right there. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> You just scared, actually, like... Jay is so proud. <laughs> He's so proud. He's I'm so sorry. Man. Representing his people, man. Okay. Yeah. No, that's true. So would you personally date someone that's as busy as you, more busy than, as, than you, or less busy than you? Like, there's definitely... Never less busy. Mm. I tried that. Never again. Yeah, Please, bro. never again. I need someone who's as dedicated as me and as passionate about me as about what they do. I need someone busy. I think more busy. Like, if I see you once... Honestly, if I see you once a month, I'm fine. Oh. Like I oh, whoa. once or twice a month. Like I'm like I'm so busy that like even like if I'm talking to a guy and they want to hang out, sometimes I'm like, I'd rather just chill here and watch TV than hang out with you. Like I yeah. this is my chance to chill. And with seeing someone, I I, I think that I mean with my ex partner, we were 
we almost lived together basically. So we were together like all the time and it was too much for me. Like we we ran out of things to talk about. I think less time is actually better because when you guys do see each other you'll have way more to talk about and it'll be much more exciting and that time can really be more valuable than just getting used to being around a person all the time and taking them for granted but hold on wait you have best friends right we all have yeah. best friends that we spent years with so how can we never draw that line with our best friends dude like, i got friends like that best friend i don't put no title on no best friend like i got friends i got brothers i don't got no best friend okay right. all right your brothers right? <laughs> your brothers i feel like is the same as yeah, 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 best your friends, best friend yeah. Yeah. you see them all the time you never run out of things to talk about you never run out of things to do so why does it feel different with a romantic relationship what is everyone's thoughts about that do you feel i feel like personally that just means they're not the one right i feel like if it's someone that you're not super compatible with yes you'll get bored um personally and i feel like if you really get along y'all are similar y'all understand each other Mm -hmm. um and kind of like you said like you guys have the same levels of passion and everything you'll be able to relate more and so I think in that situation, you'll actually be able to not always be bored. And I think there's also a difference between, like, being bored because you have nothing to talk about, but then also just being able to sit in each other's presence. Yes. You don't need to always be talking yes. either. Yes. I think we put a pressure on, oh, my gosh, you always need to be talking. No. Like, you don't always need to. Sometimes you just want to chill, watch TV. Right. You're watching TV. I'm watching TV. We're just chilling together. We're not talking. We're not conversing about anything. We're yeah. just relaxing it's just not even that like you're just not creative like let's just call for what it is like you see these couples they just mad boring like it's like y'all ain't doing <laughs> nothing nothing happening be creative spice it up go on a roller skating day i don't care go to disney on ice i don't care what you do like be creative that's what's lacking that's why relationships yeah. get good that's why relationships get boring because then and like creative you feel me like if i had to say all right babe we're gonna go to the salmon cookie then i'm gonna take them i'm gonna take you out you know we're gonna go to capital grill and then boom then we're going to go watch a little movie and then boom, go home. Boom. That's it right there. Like, you got to be creative in that little bowling date. Like, shoot, yeah. I don't care if y'all looking at the mountains. Like, it's a date. You feel me? Ain't nobody creative enough. All these relationships, they boring and bland. Like, yo, yeah. you got to be creative. You feel me? Yeah, people fall into a groove where it's like, up, I wake up, I brush my teeth, I kiss my partner, I leave the house, I come back home. It's like, yo, yo, yo. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly that's what it is. People don't put in that effort. People don't. That's why relationships don't last. Like, come on now. But I also don't think you always need to be doing, like, you don't always need to be doing something. And I think that's when I connect back to what you said. Like, yeah. when you see each other less frequently, it makes those moments even better. So yeah. I think applying that mindset, but to these big dates. Like, we should be able to chill. Let's go do something like, Go get some ice cream, go to a coffee date, whatever it may be, go to the mountains. But then maybe once or twice a month, let's do something big to really yeah. like celebrate Valentine's Day twice a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, wear the suits, still, wear the dresses. Yeah, so you can really remember down, why down. you're together. I, you know, watch Adrian and Israel all the time. Mm. <laughs> Did you watch Cheetah Girls? Yes. You know Chuchi? Yes. My favorite. Anyway, <laughs> they literally talk about how important it is to actually like the person you're with. Yeah. Liking the person when you're with is almost more important than loving them because, yeah, you can always love people. You're supposed to love your enemies, right? But, like, if I don't like what? you, the Bible, like... If, Crickets, boy. She said. <laughs> if you don't like the person <laughs> that you're with, like, there's no point. That's real. So yeah. you have to actually like the person. And if you like the person, those moments when you're going on this big bougie date, it actually means so much more because you're really remembering why I loved and liked you from the beginning. 
right. So we were talking, before you got here, uh, Jay Corey and I were talking about Valentine's Day and whether or not people should even celebrate it. You know what I mean? Who said yeah. it? One of your parents said something about how you should be treating your partner as if it's Valentine's Day pretty much oh, yeah. every day so that Valentine's Day doesn't have kind of that impact. So Mia, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? Do you do you think people should put in all their effort on Valentine's Day and kind of like let all the other days no. do what they do? Or do you think people should treat every day like Valentine's Day? So Valentine's Day in a relationship or just in general? Like even if you're not in a relationship? Let's, let's speak generally. Yeah, because okay. love is love. So if if generally, like, you're not in a relationship, I think the best thing to do is have a self-care day, like you said. I think that's, like, the best. Going to Richie's, my favorite spot. Getting, like, a strawberry drink (laughs) or something like that. Or some, like, Valentine's Day candy. Like, making it fun for you. Something, like, with my family, like, doing something together. Like, getting each other's cards. You can do, like, a Valentine's Day or something like that with friends. Like, celebrate together. And then I think... In the relationship sense, I think that, yeah, every day you should be treating it like Valentine's Day because you should be, like, honoring your partner every day. But I think that Valentine's, you can do a little extra special. Because I know, like, for me personally, that would make me feel, like, cared for and loved if right. you do a little something extra on Valentine's. A little loud, too, yeah. right? Like, show, show, show the person off. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, by the way, Richie's. You have a brand ambassador right here. If you <laughs> yes. guys don't reach out and pay her a cute buck for sponsoring you, I don't know what to say because uh, they gave me a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. That was a little dry, but um, it wasn't even warm. I, it was so you cold. Go to Panera, man. Personally, I like the cafe better than the wall. Oh, so you probably went to the wall. I, did, I like did. the cafe. The Where's cafe? the cafe? It's like behind the wall, like uh, through. Um, What's it called? Mazer? Mazer, like yeah. That, behind that oh, is I the cafe. I didn't, I, everyone talks about Richie's is Richie's. I'm like, where is Richie's? Like, where are you, <laughs> like, boo? Like, she? I've never seen you. Like, I know about Richie's on the wall. Right. But Richie's Cafe, like, donde esta? Like, right. where are you? <laughs> right. I, anyway. Anyway, Richie's, hit her up, okay? Right. Me and and warm up your bagels. Right. <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> No shade, no shade. <laughs> um, okay, guys, so we're wrapping up the show for today. But thank you so, so much for tuning in on Wake Up Call at WHIP Radio, on iHeartRadio or Radio FX, wherever you are, okay? Be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that good stuff. We're also on Instagram at wakeupcall.whip. Guys, any final thoughts? Thank you so much, Mia, for joining us. It was of so course. awesome having you. Learned so much. Literally, I texted my dad, like, our interview guest today is teaching me so much. Like, you're a queen. Aww. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. us. Once again, shout out mom and pops. Yes. Like, Grandpa Sunny Sandy, and Marissa. Mama we love Marissa. you guys. Y'all have raised an absolute star. We're so proud of you. Thank Good you luck. Thank you so much. Yes. In yes. LA. Don't, Don't forget, forget about, about us. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about For real. Because um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, I know her. All right. right. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I got one more thing We have to say. the recording. Right. What's up, Jay? <laughs> I can't wait to see the beautiful ladies of Temple University today with y'all beautiful smiles and y'all beautiful faces. (laughs) Boom, there we go. He's going to be groovy with the girls. They're handing out roses, so pull up, okay, before it runs out. All right, guys. (laughs) All right, so, guys, that's all for today. Thank you so much. Um, And we are, we're out of here, all right? We're out of here. So enjoy the tunes. (laughs) 